Hello, this is Susan. Hey, it's Melissa. Hey, Melissa. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Kayla Gordon, Jeep Roberts, and Susan Bolio have started a journey, shaking loose from depression, addiction, and dissociation, and walking with more laughter, lightness, and love. So far, they've all acknowledged the trauma that was passed down to them as children. So now they are finding ways to make positive changes for themselves and the next generations. We start because of COVID-19 on the phone. I'm talking with Susan Bolio, a citizen of the Red Lake Nation. During the making of this series, Susan was hit with a big loss. Her dad passed away. Paul William Bolio was 71 years old and a beloved elder. Among his many valuable roles, he was a grandpa to Susan's four children. He was such a wonderful grandpa. Mm. And my kids, especially the older two, but even like the other day, Lydia, the six-year-old, said to me, like, I miss Papa, you know. So, yeah, yeah, he was a really, really great guy. I remember you saying about how he would drive you around when you you first had Asher, right? Yeah, well, he actually (laughs) did that for Lydia and Asher. Susan's side of the call cut out here a little, but she says her dad loved to tell this one story about being with her daughter, Sophia. I got asked to do a training in Boise, Idaho with somebody that I knew from some previous work and she was maybe nine months old and she had fiery orange hair. (laughs) I don't know. We don't know where it came from, but nine months old, fiery orange hair. And my dad would be pushing her around in a stroller around Boise and he'd be getting all these looks. Here he's this dark Indian guy with this very white baby with bright orange hair. And they're probably all like, where did you steal this baby from? (laughs) But he would just, he loved to tell that story about all the crazy looks he would get as he was just, you know, pushing her around Boise in her stroller. And (laughs) yeah, he'll definitely be missed. Yeah. I love this story. And I love hearing Susan take a moment in her grief to laugh. She's been paying a lot of attention to that grief. She knows it can turn into harmful, lingering trauma if she doesn't deal with it. That importance of holding this space for grief and sorrow and Mm. change and transition and all those things. And um, So she took some time off from work. She's been reaching out to friends and family. And she spent a week meditating sitting quietly and noticing what grief felt like. It was really hard, but it was also incredibly powerful because even as I would be sitting with pain in my heart, really missing my dad, just sort of being with it, you could see how it would ebb and flow. Mm. It wasn't that constant sharp or that the whole time. It would be like it would loosen and then it would get tighter again and then it would hurt more, but then it would loosen again. This is grieving, moving sadness through your body, your mind, your spirit, so it doesn't get stuck inside you and fester. Susan knows how to do this, but losing her dad has moved her deeper into the practice. She says working through the grief is like peeling back the layers of an onion. A lot of these things that I train about, that I practice, that I do, there's like a new level of depth to it. And so, um, uh, you know, it's both something that I'm incredibly grateful for and, you know, wish like 
could I have learned this a different way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With each cry, each laugh, each conversation, each quiet moment Susan spends with her grief, she moves further through it. So much of trauma that was passed down in Native communities is grief. There's been so much loss. People, land, language. Whole communities of living beings, two-legged, four-legged, winged ones. Susan tells me about a show she saw on PBS or somewhere she can't remember. It was about tribal communities in Minnesota and the Dakotas during white settlement. And they were talking about their deep understanding of the ecosystems and the interconnection of it all. You know, like the grasses that grew in the plains, their roots were as long, if not longer, than they were tall. What that did is it helped maintain all of the beings that were under the ground, the animals. And so because of the way tribes lived in close relationship to the earth in their daily lives, they understood the deep interconnection of the ecosystem. And they saw themselves inside of the ecosystem, a part of it, not outside of it. They were living according to their original instructions. So when the trees were being clear-cut and the plains tilled up, our Indigenous ancestors watched as their relatives, the plants and animals, were killed. Yeah. So I was just thinking about, like, it, it went beyond just seeing, like, trees being cut or grasses, you know, but it really was, like, just a catastrophic grief as the settlers came over and completely changed the landscapes. Yeah, before the boarding schools even happened. Right. And so often, this catastrophic grief goes unacknowledged and turns into trauma that is passed down from generation to generation. And then more grief comes. You know, Melissa, I have a I have a good friend who I remember telling me one time, she's like, and they're a small, they're a small community. She said, we have funerals every week. Every week somebody else is dying. So like they don't even have a chance to like move through the grief of the last person who passed before somebody else is passing from a drug overdose or from a, you know, diabetes or, you know, something. It's like, it's just this constant wave of losing people. And there hasn't been a, a, a way for us to be able to move through it because it's constant. So how do you start a conversation about moving through grief when there's not even a moment where you can catch your breath and get a good look at it? And how do you focus on loss and trauma if it feels like it's all just a dead end. Susan says a lot of Native people are just sick of talking about loss and trauma. When we're sort of stuck in that narrative of trauma, being traumatized, being a victim, when we're stuck in that, I think that's what our communities are sick of talking about or sick of feeling stuck in that place. Susan says conversations about trauma have to include healing what we know about how to move through trauma. Even though as Indigenous individuals and communities and families, we've experienced really horrific things, at our core, at our center, we are whole. At our center, we are spiritual beings and we are connected to the Creator. And so that never changes. For anyone struggling under grief and loss, when you're ready, you can begin peeling back those layers. 
healing work is the process of taking off layer by layer, uncovering and reconnecting to the essence of who we are. And each of us has that wholeness at our center. Susan feels the sting of grief in a new way because her dad passed away. And she continues her work to move through it so it doesn't get stuck in her body and become trauma. All right, take care of yourself, okay? Okay, thanks, Melissa. Learning about grief, trauma, and healing, one wonders, how do you do this? And how do you know you've made any progress? Next time, in the final episode of this series, Jeep and Kayla think about the next phase in their own journeys. Join us next time. This is A Mile in My Moccasins on Niji Radio, serving the White Earth Nation. I'm Melissa Townsend. Shimigwech, and thank you to Kayla Gordon, Jeep Roberts, and Susan Bolio for sharing their stories. Kim Lage, KJ Henschel, Maggie Rosu, Leah Lem, and Aaron Warhol for editorial contributions, and Dan Luke for some of the music in our series. Programming is made possible through a grant to the White Earth Land Recovery Project from the Minneapolis Foundation Catalyst Initiative and with support from Ampers, Diverse Radio for Minnesota's Communities. To hear more episodes in this series and to learn more about collective trauma, ACEs, or adverse childhood experiences, visit whiteearthhealing.org. That's whiteearthhealing.org. Take care.